0: Great to be back. Thank you for your kind invitation to the committee, to the board. I'm sorry? Am I supposed to be turned on? He says I'm good. But um, it's wonderful to be back here, and I thank you for your kind invitation. Um, I brought a few people with me, but um, the one person I wanted to bring very badly is my wife, and she broke her ankle 48 hours ago, or wherever it was, 72 hours ago, and... um, she politely said with a smile, I don't think I can make it. That's one of those things when a, hu- a wife says that to the husband with a smile, and the look, that look, that counts. And so uh, she stayed home. Uh, but we brought everybody else. So we're down. We're for, we brought um, uh, 14 instead of 15. We're doing our part to support this conference. I want you to know that. All right. We believe in this conference, right? So... I brought uh, uh, Robert and Wendy Rankin, my brother and sister-in-law. That's my wife's sister there. And uh, my father-in-law, that's uh, Janet's dad, Bob Rockhold. And then they have several children here. Uh, uh, Shannon's not here. (laughs) Uh, Heather and Joseph. And then I brought, um, uh, where's my kids? Oh, I brought uh, Maggie. Yeah. Okay. And Gracie. She's the one. (laughs) Very good, honey. She's the one I told all the stories about last year, all right? And then there's uh, there's Patrick and William. Where's William? There you go. And then we got uh, several uh, other cousins. Uh, we've got uh, Luke, right? Now his mother broke her ankle at the same chapel this morning. So that's how it works, yeah. And then I brought several of my, or a couple of other nieces and nephews. There's uh, Christian and, uh, Christian, where are you, Christian? Christian and Noah and Emily, and they, those last three have my last name. So, just mention Price, and we'll all answer. So we're good. Um, thank you again. We we really we're looking forward to this, the whole family, and and today we had a little outing, so it was nice to be here. Um, there's a portion in the Word of God I'd like to share with you this evening, and um, and it's it's don't need to turn to it, but you'll recognize it. It's the Lord Jesus who is speaking. And um, it's, it's not necessarily always in the red letter portion of your Bible, but this is really important, what he had to say. He was uh, authoring a letter, and he was writing to a church that had the reputation of tremendous, um, uh, tremendous history in terms of its, uh, uh, its fortress. And uh, uh, when he wrote this letter, there's, there's certain imagery back to its historical uh, stamina. But this is what he had to say. I know your works, that you have a name, you have a name that you're alive, but you are dead. I'll stop right there. I know your works, that you have a name that you're alive, but you are dead. You know, um, that word dead, if I remember right, it, it, it's uh, the word we use today called necrosis necrosis. And there was uh, one disease process that is very vivid to me about necrosis, and it's uh, gas gangrene. I saw one patient with it very early in my career, and I'll never forget looking at his skin, and it almost appeared normal. There's just subtle changes to the casual observer you'd never know, but as soon as I touched the skin, my finger penetrated to his bone. That was a vivid illustration to me of what it means to have a name that you're alive, but you're dead. Meaning this: that on the outside, everything seems to be absolutely well oiled. You might even have everybody here on time for meeting, right? Looks good. It's funny. I was at I was at our meeting one one couple months ago. And the family behind us, they are all perfect. I mean, everybody's dressed, everybody's groomed, everybody's there. They're before us, we were late, you know. They're sitting right there. And after meeting, I said to the father, I said, Matt, that's so impressive. You had your whole family, they had like six kids, everybody here on time and ready to go. And he says, <laughs> 15 minutes before we're supposed to leave, we're all still asleep. You know, you have a name that you're alive, but you're dead. You know, it all looks okay. And one of the, the most. Um, I tell you, one of the most delicate areas in which we have a name that we're alive, but we're really necrotic, is marriage. It is with great difficulty that I say to you that our name that we have, that we're alive spiritually, is Betrayed. By our marriages, I bet in the audience tonight there would be at least one of you, I would suggest ten of you, that know either marriages of your own family or extended family or distant family that are in jeopardy or have dissolved. And I would suggest that perhaps tonight or this week, what we should do is we should look at the principles of God's Word— and apply them to the marriage. Now, I say that very carefully because some of you have already checked out. Like, if I may use my daughter as an example. She said to me, Daddy, what are you going to speak on? I said, I think I'm going to speak on a, a marriage. I said, is that because you, you weren't planning to stay or not stay? She says, no, I wasn't saying that. I, I, I'm going to take notes. You know, She's single, right? So the point is, is that you might be tempted just to check out because... The topic uh, that I mentioned was marriage, but in reality, I'm looking at it differently. I'm looking at the principles of God's Word applied to marriage, meaning that the principles that we're going to select that apply to marriage would be applicable to about every other area of your life, including work relationships, including assembly relationships, and family relationships. I would submit to you that their principles that have long lasting benefit, so i ask you I ask you to listen carefully because when i I see the body of Christ, I actually see that we we have a name that we 're alive. Some people would say oh well you you would know the bible well i 'm not sure we we, we do, but i'll tell you what i 'm very sure we don 't do is we we don 't obey it, right It says this if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. It doesn't say, if you love me, you'll know my commandments. It says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. There is nothing in between. And for some reason, for some very sad reason, our section of the body of Christ has been expert, has been precise genius at knowing the word of God and failing to obey the word of God. And one of the greatest ways that we have failed to obey the Word of God is in the one picture that is supposed to be demonstration of the beauty between the bridegroom above and the bride below. Now we have just a, a week to cover that, and I'm told by certain people, Gary, that I have to stay in 40 minutes. I didn't know that was a rule last year. I thought it was a guideline. <laughs> okay. So in the will of the Lord, that's what we'll take up.